Morning, bro. Morning, bro. How are we doing? Good, and you? Oh, all right. You know, the excitement <laughs> of uh, of a Friday is uh, more than I can cope with almost. Yeah. So, but here we are. It's riveting, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, it, uh, it beats the other four days of the week uh, at this point, but uh, there you go. That, that bar is not real high. I would have to agree with you. Uh, okay. So so here we are in the middle of uh, a sports tsunami and uh, uh, lots to talk about. And, uh, I, you know, there were all kinds of uh, records uh, set in Major League Baseball last night, I guess. So uh, what, what a wild and wonderful world. Interesting. Uh, you know, Chris Sale struck out the side on nine pitches last night. Ooh, pretty impressive. Is that a record? Uh, he and Sandy Koufax are the only guys to ever do it. That's impressive. That's, uh, that is not a long list. That's pretty short. Yeah. Yeah. When, you, when, you, when it's just two guys, that's uh, in the history of Major League Baseball. Uh, funny that they're both left-handers, but uh, just a freak of nature, probably. Uh, and then, then of course, uh, the uh, uh, amazing Cardinals uh, did something they have not done in at least 50 years. They gave up eight runs last night without getting an out. So, uh, wow. Uh, nobody else has done that this year in Major League Baseball. That's a lot. <laughs> Is it? Well, yeah, you think? Maybe? Oof, that's brutal. Yeah, what is that? Three games of runs for the Cubs at this point? Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. So, uh, where do we want to begin? I guess I started this off, whether I meant to or not, uh, on baseball. Uh, I, I, You don't stay up terribly late, so you may not have bothered look, but you know the Dodgers won again last night. Yeah, the Dodgers seem to be playing well. The Dodgers do seem to be playing well. Um, they, they've been playing well since before we went to see them play uh, last week. And uh, this is three in a row against the Padres in San Diego. And the Padres thought they had their number. So uh, the uh, race for the second slot in the NL West is, uh, is over uh, now that it's, I think the gap's 12 and a half games at this point. Uh, is 13 and a half games. 13 and a half games. Uh, okay. Padres are two and eight in their last 10. Dodgers are nine and one, and the Giants are eight and two. So, Dodgers went on a really nice stretch, but they really didn't, hasn't, they haven't gained much ground. The Giants have not uh, let off the uh, gas to let them catch up, but uh, I, I, I know they have game games left. So, but uh, now the, uh, the, the, the one real race, if you don't think the Dodger race is all that interesting in the National League, is for the second wild card spot. And uh, you predicted the Padres would not hold on, and they're not in hold-on position at this point. So there you go. And, yeah. and, and there, there is not a lot of excitement. In, well, and I'll point out, we, we talked – has it only been two weeks ago we were asking about who was going to end up winning the NL East? And we said maybe the Braves, and now they're five games up. So 
um, yeah, they'd kind of taken control, and that's uh, a lot less interesting than it looked like it was going to be. Yeah, and we predicted that flop because of their the run differential. Right, right, which seemed to indicate who the better team was, and both the Phillies and the Mets have lived up to their negative run differential uh, in the last couple of weeks. So um, there you go. And in, in the American League, the Yankees continue to be hot. They haven't caught the Rays yet, but they have a significant lead for the wild card spot. So, uh, yeah, uh, I I don't know. We're what by the time we come on next week, it'll be September. There's not going to be a lot of juice in the races for you know, when we get to September at this rate, John. No, not if these hot teams stay hot and the unhot teams continue to falter. You know, the A's are two and eight. They're two and a half games behind the Red Sox for the second wild card spot. And they're two and eight in their last 10. And uh, like you said, the Padres are, are falling off. They're two games behind the Reds in their second spot. And they're two and eight. So they're, they're going to have to play a little little better yeah yeah two two and eight does not sound like a team that belongs in the playoff no no, no and the red sox are two and eight with chris sale throwing immaculate innings right so yeah the red sox are five and five in their last 10 so oh. they're playing oh okay 500 baseball yeah well that's not exactly stellar either but i guess a little 500 and then a little six and four and you're, you've got something Mm-hmm. Well, I, I guess we're going to watch college football instead, huh, John? Yeah, first game is tomorrow. Yes, the big game tomorrow. I, 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 I just can imagine that you uh, all geared up, ready to go tomorrow. What is it, noon your time? Uh, the yep. big game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. My two favorite teams in the Big Ten. Huh. Now, now you know it's funny, funny because I know how you feel about Nebraska. I didn't realize you had any uh, mojo about the uh, University of Illinois. Yeah, so. I mean, actually, sometimes I forget they're even actually in the Big Ten. They're so irrelevant. Ouch! Ouch! Um, yeah, I guess they didn't end up winning the Big Ten in men's basketball this year. They only end up finishing second, right? So, yeah, irrelevant. But, but uh, yeah, so Illinois and Nebraska kick off the uh, the big-time season tomorrow. I think it's on Fox, uh, noon uh, central time. Uh, and uh, I'm intrigued by the fact that uh, Nebraska is a seven-point favorite on the road, John. That is interesting, considering they're projected to be a sub-500 team. Um, but I think Illinois is also projected to be a lot worse. They got a new coach, and uh, there's just not a lot of talent on that team. Well, uh, um, yeah, they, they have struggled for a long time to get enough talent at U of I, which is interesting because Illinois is like one of the top five places producing quality high school football players. But uh, I guess everybody uh, taps uh, the state and particularly the Chicago area for their players. So um, uh, I guess I guess it's kind of if you can just keep the, the uh, you know some numbers uh, down back home, uh, you you would be in good shape. But they have not been able to do that 
regularly in uh, in the last generation. So, have you ever been to Champaign, Illinois? I have been. To, I have been to Champaign, Illinois, many times. Yes. Yeah, that's. I mean, my a new this list. It's not the. Uh, it's not the. Uh-oh. Not the best oh, no. city in, in Illinois. Oh man, man! You know, at some point, I'm going to have to post on our Twitter feed. I, I don't have enough characters. All the places <laughs> you've dissed on. Uh, I thought you were going to say that uh, that one of those disclaimers, like uh, John's opinions, do not reflect those. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I probably ought to do that too. The, the John, John's disses of, of cities and entire states uh, are not held by by uh, the rest of the the uh, obvious brothers. Uh, so no, uh, but but I guess I'll, I'll go along with your point. Not that we really need to dig into Illinois recruiting, but uh, if you're from the Chicago area and you come to Champaign, you probably aren't impressed, right? No. So, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can I can see that. But on the other hand, uh, where is it you're going in the Big Ten that you think you're in the big time if you're from Chicago? So, sure. uh, I, I, I mean, uh, Ohio State campus, uh, I, I guess it's in the middle of town in, in Columbus, which is a decent sized city. So there you go. I, I know Purdue and, and, and uh, in, Indiana. Uh, pretty rural campuses right <laughs> both michigan and michigan state are in towns kind of like champ you know the university of illinois is right in champaign uh but i i, I know at michigan state uh, you're not even sure about the town yeah so <laughs> i i just anyway so i i you know i don't want to start my diss list so uh, let, let's get back to the game uh, so you're you're going to take the seven points. You're going to give seven points to Illinois uh, tomorrow in the game. I will. Yep, I'll take <clears throat> I'll take Nebraska and uh, lay the seven. Okay. Well, because clearly uh, I, I like the, uh, the the city of Champaign uh, and, the, and the area of Champaign Urbana better than you do. I'm going to take the Illini uh, and, and the points. Uh, in, in, in several reasons, uh, the biggest of which is I don't like Nebraska. So uh, I, 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 refuse, I refuse to take the Nebraska side on anything at this point. So uh, there you well, go. As much as I've dissed on them, I bet I'd throw them a little love. Is that right? This is what counts as love. All right. So, so that's where we are in terms of college football. We are stuck on weekend zero, which is what they're calling it because – uh, sports announcers are generally idiots. Um, and uh, with Nebraska, Illinois being the big game. Uh, so um, I, we'll wait till next weekend when we'll really have something to parse, right, John? Oh, yeah, there's some big games next Saturday. Yeah. Take off the season. It'll be fun. So speak, speaking of big games, John, uh, the Big Ten and the ACC. Uh, got together this week and announced that they have an alliance. And uh, as I, I've read the uh, reporting on it, they don't have an actual real agreement, uh, but they have an understanding. Uh, so uh, I, I'm, I'm, I guess 
based on uh, Annie Agar's uh, video, what that means is uh, we, we understand that we want to stand up to the SEC, but beyond that, <laughs> I don't know what it means. Right. I don't, they don't really have a definition beyond that. It's, it's definitely interesting. They tried to include the, uh, the Pac-12 yeah. and the Big 12, I guess, Big 8. They, and, they, they, for, they, forgot, they forgot about the, the uh, Little 8 uh, and, and whether the Pac-12, how the Pac-12 fits in at all is, is intriguing. But, uh, but the Pac-12 is part of the alliance, and I'm using air quotes, uh, and uh, I don't know what it means. I, I know there was talk about Olympic sports, and I'm like, huh? <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I know what Olympic sports are, and I know what that means, but I, I don't know what the three of them getting together and talking smack is. Is what, what, what does that have to do with Olympic sports? I mean, I, I'm befuddled. Okay, but it, it, it made news. Yeah. Yeah, it got got a little traction. It still seems uh, like there's a lot to iron out for sure, um, and their reasoning definitely seems like a, uh, a BS reason. But I think we all know what it really is about, right? Right. Well, yeah, it's, it, about. It, it's uh, it seems to be trying to keep the SEC from dominating the uh decisions about college football and uh particularly maybe even about uh name image and likeness and and how uh they they might change the rules and about how many teams they can get into the 12 team playoff so uh i i okay i I, we'll, we'll see how it works out, but it, uh, it's interesting that the three of them uh, thought they had to get together in the wake of Texas and Oklahoma. Uh, and it's interesting they did not bring the Big 12 with them. Although I, I will say for, for our listeners, if you don't pay attention to this, the Big 12 has been much more simpatico on decisions about football with the SEC than they have been with uh, the, the other three. Uh, the, if you remember a year ago, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 both put their seasons off for right. a long, long time uh, in agreement with each other. Uh, in the end, the SEC and the Big 12 went ahead. Uh, eventually, so did the ACC, but uh, uh, seemingly under a certain kind of duress. Um, the ACC in football chases the SEC a lot. So, yeah. So, so that gave us something to think about for a moment or two, right? Yeah. I, I, I John, I John, uh, it is the t- type of time in the preseason when you start getting all kinds of stuff from people about the NFL. You know, I, I know I brought up my ESPN site so I could act like I knew something during this podcast. And I, I see uh, fantasy picks for NFL and that sort of thing. Uh, you know, one of, one of the ones that uh, I thought was intriguing was uh, 
was a Bleacher Report did uh, ranking the top 32 quarterbacks or each team's quarterback uh, in, in a one to 32 thing. And uh, they had, they had uh, Tom Brady number two, John, which is. Uh, I thought <clears throat> definitely interesting, right? Right. Well, yeah, the 45 year old man coming off knee surgery uh, was, was number two ahead of Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson, um, who I both of whom I would think should be ahead of him. Um, and I, I'm not sure that list shouldn't be longer than just those two. But uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, still seems to be the golden child, and uh, you know he is the uh, he is the new Aaron Rodgers, if you would. Yeah. I would agree. He's, yeah. he's the so, current current goat of the league until proven otherwise. So, yeah, he does so, pretty amazing things. Uh, yeah, uh, and uh, he's at least been to two Super Bowls, which Mister Rogers can't say. So, Correct. Uh huh. Well, and which is kind of a flaw in the Rogers theory, right? Uh, Dak was eighth on the list. Yeah, and I think uh, Josh Allen was like five. Right, which is interesting. I, I named the top four. Josh Allen is suddenly number five, John. Yeah, he's getting a lot of positive pub. Um, the the criteria for which they based their, their um, rankings on, I thought was kind of interesting, you know, based off of you know, how good the defense was, how good the um, – Yeah. So, I mean, how the much other, they the pass other, in the, the offense. Other, the other teams' yeah. defense. Yeah, the other teams, their – yeah, their division. Just weird. I, I They had some weird criteria for how they broke it down, I thought. Yeah. So, so – uh... It, it, it made for a, a very interesting list. I am. Uh, uh, there were a couple guys. Well, for one thing, I, I'm 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 amazed that Matthew Stafford gets such high marks. And we're going to talk a minute in a minute about the power rankings and and the Rams are I get high marks. I I, I just don't. Uh, I, I guess I'm. I guess I don't believe, I guess this is it. I, I mean, I've seen him play a lot. Obviously, he's been on Thanksgiving for years, right? I've seen him play a lot, and he looks decent. But, frankly, I'm not sure I know the difference between him and Kirk Cousins. And, but he's playing now for the Rams, so he's, 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 he's great now. Yeah, well, he's definitely going – playing for a better team for sure. Um, you know, the Rams have a, probably one of the top five defenses in the league easily. So that helps. Um, okay. And Stafford is, is good. I mean, he's a good QB. Um, he just has not had a lot of talent around him. Okay. Um, and he did. Well, it, it's the Rams, amazing. The Rams are so wonderful. They went out and got the uh, traded for the Patriots fifth string running back this week so that they have a decent running back uh, in the backfield, John. 
Well, it's not like he's going to be their starter. Well, that's, I'm sorry, that's what I read. Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, they, uh, Sonny Michael is, yeah, yeah Sonny Michelle, yes, is, yeah, Sonny uh, Michelle. uh, they, they, uh, things I read thought he would be, he would move ahead of the guys that they had been throw, throwing out there. Uh, and so, I, I don't know. I so so both. This is a combination. I, I don't buy the whole Rams or the suddenly great, and I don't buy that Matthew Stafford suddenly is. But I guess we will. We're about to see games in two weeks that will. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll begin to see right. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about Cam Akers' season-ending injury. So yeah, he probably will be the starter for sure. Right. A- Acre Acres got hurt. And, and, uh, and I'm not, yeah, but anyway, yeah, they, there was a reason they went out and got him and, uh, the, uh, Patriots had a lot of depth and he wasn't going to get many touches. It didn't look like based on their depth chart. So former first round pick out of Georgia. Uh, so, uh, he, I don't know what he's got left or, or if he's used anything up in his years in the league, uh, several years, not many, but, uh, uh, he potentially is a quality back. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. So let, let's jump now to to the power rankings. And I, I, I'll just say that this was ESPN came out with them like yesterday, right? And, and uh, I mean, they're no surprise, pretty much Kansas City, Tampa Bay, one, two, right? Uh, yeah. The Cowboys were 12th. Yes. Okay. And and okay. I'm not doing this just to to uh, to get under your skin, uh, but that they were the first team in the uh, NFC East on the list at 12. Yeah, that's. I mean, the, the NFC East is not really. There's not a lot of competition there, so that doesn't. Right. That but that's shouldn't surprise of, anybody. Kind of kind of telling about what people think about the that division uh, this year. So, um, and I, you know, do you have the list up in front of you? Oh, well, I thought I was going to have it in front of me, but for some reason ESPN decided to bury it in their well articles. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, well, I, I, my next point was, was every team in the NFC West ahead of the Cowboys? Because they had they had the Cardinals, who is the fourth best team, uh, ranked really high. Because I and here the NFC West is a juggernaut. It's going to be an interesting season there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I found it. So uh, San Francisco's ten. Steelers at 11, 12, Cardinals are 13. So I guess, I guess they snuck the fourth team in the West just behind the first team in the uh, NFC least, as you just called it. Uh, Interesting in their power rankings last week, you were saying the Colts would be uh, over nine wins on the uh, over under table. Uh, wins table uh, because they would might go six and zero oh in the division. They have they have the Titans uh, number nine, John. 
Yeah, they're. I, I don't know what I. They're high, still high on the Titans. Um, I just don't think they can do a repeat performance of what they did last year. It was kind of lightning in a bottle to me. Well, I think it's two years ago's team was the was more the breakout team, uh, but. Uh, uh, going with the uh, Matthew Stafford love, uh, the, the power ranking, the, the quarterback list had uh, Ryan Tannehill pretty high up. And I'm like, I, I would not have put Ryan Tannehill in the top half of NFL quarterbacks. On the other mm-hmm. hand, I probably need to sit down and look to see how many teams have rookies or second year guys starting uh, guys who've never made a playoff game because maybe he is in the top half and to be in the top half isn't that big a deal anymore uh maybe maybe that's the thing it's uh, very very average right so uh even though months. all these teams keep drafting quarterbacks uh in the first round uh, not many of them have panned out. So uh, Stafford was 12 on that QB ranking. Tannehill is is nine. Right. So, uh, okay. Well, well, I as I recall the quarterback ranking, uh, there comes a point where. Uh, guys you wouldn't even think were second tier guys start appearing on the list. So, <laughs> I mean, oh. high, high up. Yeah. So, uh, but, but it, 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 it ran down to, it has the Texans backup as number 32, as I recall. And, uh, 31 was, well, he's their starter. Right. 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 So, uh, and, and you, 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 you said, I don't remember what you said about their, their, their guys behind Watson last week, but it was not, uh, it was not encouraging. No, you got Tyrod Taylor and then that uh, uh, rookie, um, David Mills, who's, you know, just kind of untested. And well, I think, was, I think he was like a fifth rounder. Right. I was going to say Mills was not one of the top five taken. Uh, in the spring. So uh, that is one reason why he's uh, you, you can't, you can't think he's going blaze it up right off the bat. All right. Well, so John, anything else as we look at uh, these power rankings and quarterback rankings, uh, they, have, they have the, uh, the Browns and six uh, or seven and the Ravens six. Which, hmm, hmm. So I just say that's a tough league to predict. Um, and they have the black and blue division for a reason. The Steelers are eleven, so uh, not quite quite the NFC uh, West, but almost. Yeah, they've. I don't know what the. I mean, they've. And you go to the QB ranking, and they've got. Ben Roger or Roethlisberger at, at uh, like 16th or 17th in the QB rankings. Right, which doesn't really work, you wouldn't think. No, no, it, it, that was a little bit of a surprise about uh, Roethlisberger because he's usually a top 10 
all the time, but he's, I guess he struggled the last couple of years. I, I don't know why I say yes. He has uh, either been hurt or, or, or two years ago, right? And last year, uh, there are a lot of people criticizing various numbers. Uh, I think he threw, well, one of the stats is it seems to indicate he doesn't want to throw the ball down the field. So uh, I don't know if it was yards per pass or yards per completion or something like that. He seems to be dinking and dunking it. Uh, and, you know, then the questions about is that because his line sucks so bad or, you know, but yeah, he, uh, he's not getting any younger and, uh, you know, he hasn't, you know, lit it up for several years. No, no, I don't think he's thrown for over 5,000 yards for the last few years. Well, yes, and he's got uh, multiple Super Bowl rings, too, which, um, you know, as I was just giving Mr. Rogers grief about, there are not a lot of guys with multiple rings on their fingers. And, of course, part of that is the guy from uh, Tampa Bay seems to collect one every other year, so you don't you don't get a lot of chances with him doing that. But He's got a few of them. Yeah, well, he's only got seven, though. It's no big deal. All right. So, all right. Well, NFL will be interesting this year, though. Uh, I, I want to remind everybody, obvious, John last week said the first month will be a shit show. And uh, those of you who study it know this. Well, I don't think Dak, has Dak taken a preseason snap? Nope. Nope, There's he's not going to. Neither is Zeke. Right. So, and uh, I, I can't name every uh, starting quarterback in the NFL uh, who will start in two weeks who hasn't, but there are more, there are several. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot. Even some young guys, like uh, I think Justin Herbert is one of them. Right. And I don't know how much Stafford's played. That's a good point. I don't either. Uh, and then there was. Yeah, I think it was it was Stafford and somebody else. So uh, before we before we go on, I'm scrolling down the power ranking list and and I'm going to take you. You know, you love it when I do this to you. Uh, I'm going number 21 on the power ranking list. You know who it is? No, I don't have it up anymore. Well, it is the Las Vegas Raiders. 21. They're 21, John. Weren't they hot shit just yesterday? And what has happened that people, I mean, I didn't see anybody claiming they were even going to be a playoff team in terms of picks. Their over-under number was pretty average. Right. I I mean, it wasn't 10. Uh, So I, I think it's QB play, to be honest with you. So, uh, and, and back to that, he he was way down around the Roethlisberger, isn't he? Mm. Oh, yeah. He was in the late teens, early 20s, I think. Yeah. So, I guess two years ago, they thought he was the, the deal. And well, they thought, no, they thought Gruden was the QB whisperer and could fix him. 
And so far, evidence says that that is no, not true. So I think uh, that the reality is until they, they get a better QB or a better QB situation in there, then they're not going to be that good. Yeah, well, I find it, you know, I, I guess it's been such a subtle slide. But, yeah, I, like two years ago, people picked them to win the division. Uh-huh. And they still had the same quarterback, uh, I guess, Maybe John Gruden's brilliance uh, doesn't look so good anymore, but that the, I I think that's that might be the biggest thing that surprises me as I've been, you know, trying to do NFL prep for the year is how much they have fallen, and I guess the the flip side is everybody thinks the Chargers are, yeah the deal but uh because they're 15th in the power rankings uh after you know just last year uh you know her herbert has come through as a rookie and, and you know turned them around so uh, i it's it's interesting how quickly that has happened yeah if you don't have a really you know top tier top five defense you need a good quarterback, and so they're basing some of this off of both quarterback play and and uh, defense. You know, like the the Niners are up there in the power rankings at ten. Well, it's because they got a really good defense, but who's gonna? I mean, can they you really rely on starting quarterback? Really, right? Yeah, you got Garoppolo and Trey Lance, who both actually looked pretty good in preseason, yeah. um, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's about their defense, which they have to keep healthy this year. All right. So I I went to movies back-to-back days last weekend, John. Yeah, that's what you said. To to the actual theater. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I had a good time both days. Uh, You've already said about Jungle Cruise, uh, which was uh, fun. Uh, I... Uh, I, I can't claim there was a single r- real surprise in it. No. But, uh, there you go. Uh, I, I guess the twist about uh, rocks, uh, the rocks character, uh, was a little bit of a surprise, but yeah, pretty, 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 pretty straightforward. You know what you're getting, uh, action, a few quips, uh, and uh, you know, uh, a Disney ride for you know, hour and 45 minutes. So I, w- I was all right. Uh, I-, I wouldn't call it great cinema, but it's a, a get some popcorn, sit and enjoy. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was humorous. The, you know, the really bad dad jokes and her brother, who was kind of a twit, was I thought were were humorous. No, uh, yes, well, just be just because uh, you know you have to have the uh, dinner jacket for dinner, or you know how do you eat dinner? Uh, I, I understand that completely, John. Yeah. Got to have a <laughs> dinner jacket for dinner. Uh, so, so then, then I went to see free guy with Ryan Reynolds and was really surprised at how good it was. I mean, I expected, you know, Ryan's been pretty good here for a while uh, with his choices since he started uh, doing uh, uh, Deadpool. 
Uh, and, but, uh, yeah, it, um, it actually was even better than I thought it would be. Uh, definitely a thumbs up. You should see free guy. Uh, and, uh, yes, it's very well done. Well, well written some real surprises in terms of, uh, I mean, you know, there's going to be a, a serious bad guy, but, but what, what they pull out of the box for a bad guy is just hilariously funny. So, uh, (laughs) <laughs> I, I won't I won't give it away and ruin it for people. I'll let them be surprised. But uh yeah. Uh and and of course uh there there's kind of a kind of a story there that uh will, will make you think about uh about reality and so forth. So uh, uh, dub, uh a double thumbs up on, on Ryan Reynolds and, and, and Free Guy. So Okay. Yeah. So you, you should uh I, I don't know that they can be streamed, right? Uh, I don't know. It's a good question. Probably for a price. I think you can get it on Amazon Prime right now for probably 25 bucks, which is about what you'd spend for two people to go to the theater. So, Uh-huh. Okay. That, that's that's what they say anyway. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I know this, John, that uh, I sat through two days of six or seven previews. And, and I did not come away with a I got to see this uh, preview uh, in, in, over the course of two days. Of course, uh, Jungle Cruise's previews, half of them were uh, John friendly, uh, you know, Disney animated films coming. And, and just just a highlight for you, John, for comedy purposes, uh, you do know uh, that Encanto is coming, right? No. No, yes, uh, a a new a new animated musical by Lin Manuel Miranda. So I okay. just wanted I, I wanted you to be uh, this fall. I wanted you to be uh, ready for it uh, because uh, we'll be wanting a review. Uh, you telling us how good it was uh, the the week after. Okay. 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 Well. Well, John, uh, anything else you want to add? Uh, cricket scores or uh, anything like that? No, nope, no, nope. I'm good on cricket this week. You're good on cricket this week. Well, let me uh, uh, just uh, whine and cry a little bit uh, for for years because of Nick Hornby. I am a uh, Arsenal fan. I won't claim to be. You know, I don't live and die every Sunday morning with the team. They started uh, the uh, Premier League season uh, getting squashed twice, John. So does not look like uh, it's going to be a good uh, season for Arsenal, which uh, is, uh, yeah, uh, one of the big London teams not uh, not looking like they're terribly competitive is not a pretty sight. So, Dobbs out. Yeah. Yeah, even Man U and Man City are one and one. Uh huh. Well, uh, Liverpool is uh, two and zero. Oh. Chelsea's Liverpool, two and zero. Oh. Liverpool has uh, really put things together the last couple years, so uh, it's not a surprise they're off to a good start. And uh, Chelsea, uh, kind of like Arsenal, comes and goes. You know the big. Big money London club 
Uh, it's still owned by a Russian oligarch, I think. And uh, but they seem to have done things right here and, and maybe in a position to really do something this year. So uh, we will we will uh, every once in a while when we have nothing better to do, uh, we, we will mention how, how that's all going. So uh, we, we know our friend Swerve is an Everton fan. Um, uh, in part, I think, because he likes to be a contrarian and being an Everton fan is, well, the other Everton fan I know is Roger Bennett. You know Roger Bennett, right? No. Right, right, right. Okay. Well, so Roger does, uh, uh, it does uh, men in coats, men in, anyway, he does a podcast and in, 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 in NBC SN show on soccer and he is a British speaking American who is both a Bears fan and an Everton fan and he uh, often points out how the two are so much alike that they give you just a little bit of hope say in a game and then crush it by the end of the game so that's not familiar, right, John? No. No. Uh, okay. Just making sure. All right, John. We, we've done it again. Yep. We've wasted uh, enough of people's time this week. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, and uh, we, we look forward next week. We'll be uh, in some way picking some college games and we'll be trying to figure out what's going to happen in the NFL. Um, uh, obviously, with people i think the last uh, games games are this weekend so uh there will be who's hurt who isn't who's playing where who hasn't played yet so there, there's a certain decoder ring needed with the nfl uh, as we go to week one this year yes. so. and we've got some people on covid protocol so right and, and count trying to figure out that i i we didn't get into it. I do not know what happened with the Cam Newton thing, but uh, yeah, uh, it's. Uh, He's back on the. He was back on the field yesterday, I think. Right after five. I see. I don't. Again, I'm not sure how they count days and everything and blah blah. I mean, so yes. Uh, come next Friday, we we may be trying to figure out if such and such can play. Uh, because of a COVID protocol, or, or we might be, yeah. Well, yeah. Tannehill is among nine positive Titans yes. cases yep. yesterday. Oh, well, all right. I guess I'm glad, I guess the NFL's glad they don't have games next weekend, so everybody can clean up, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, all right. There you go. Uh, uh, that, that's it for the week. John, you have a good one. You too. You have yeah. a great week as well. Enjoy yeah. the weekend. Hope you yeah. get to play some golf, maybe. Uh, John, I'm going to Cleveland. Don't you know this? Oh, yeah. Cleveland. Good times. Uh-huh. Well, there you go, John. Um, I'm going to have to put that out on, on our Twitter feed, aren't I, John? Yeah. I'm going to see the Red Indians and the Reds. Oh, you mean the Guardians? I'm going to see the Indians and the...
with your two sisters. Yeah, I know. Okay. Bucket list material. Okay. All right. Good. Uh, okay. So take care, bro. You too. Have a great weekend. Give my love to my you. sisters. Okay. I will. Bye. All right. Bye.